I know that he feels mm-hmm. like he shot his wad, but we are totally just grabbing that wad and reshooting it here. You definitely got to tease the Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, just, yeah, just start off with on today's episode. Somebody in this thread gets compared to Whoopi Goldberg. All we do is talk about what you're gonna do for me. Heard every word a thousand times, but that you haven't done a thing. Welcome, everybody, to episode four, season one of the Anderson Land podcast. I'm Ooh. Nick Dietrich introducing us tonight and with mark bauman as always uh, Hi. i said tonight but who knows what what time this will really come out um but this episode of the anderson land podcast is brought to you by the national conference of state legislatures online redistricting seminar This is happening on January 6th through 8th online. Um, They're going to hit some really hot topics. Uh, Make sure you're there in time for segments like introductory remarks, uh, all things criteria. Don't miss out on virtual yoga and map drawing. This is the NCSL online redistricting seminar, January 6th through 8th. Mark, are you signed up? Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of important stuff there. I don't think you can overlook uh, that seminar. Uh, it's big time. I heard they're gonna. They might go over uh, the Alaskans approving sweeping election changes. That could be pretty exciting. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. I'm excited about it. Yeah, be sure to RSVP to Kevin Pula uh, at gmail dot com. Did you know they were founded in 1975? No, I didn't know they, anything they, about them. They represent legislatures in the states, territories, and commonwealths. Exciting stuff. I heard they added commonwealths uh, semi-recently. Man, that's probably a big deal. Mm-hmm. Surprised we didn't hear about that until just now. Well, you know, they didn't have as many seminars back then. I do think that Kevin has the job that I know the least about. Yeah, he's like the like I, the Chandler. Nobody really knows what he does. Yeah. Like most most jobs that that we have are pretty self-explanatory. Mhm. Uh, but what is Kevin's job title? He's like a development manager. That could be anything. Yeah, it doesn't sound like what he does. I know he goes to a lot of meetings and takes occasional trips, places. That's the extent of what I know about his job. Yep. And he talks with people. Or he listens to them also. That's fair. Who else do we not know anything about their job? Hmm. I don't know what... Jonathan Zirkel does. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Like I have I don't I don't know what his job is. He feels like I think if I had to guess he was a marketing major. Um and so I would I would probably venture to say something in that field. Could be wrong. Yeah, well, I'll tell you. He is a solutions consultant according to LinkedIn. Oh, nice. Which that's that's right up there with development manager as far as really helpful job titles. Very vague. Like Okay. So that yeah, I mean he consults people on solutions. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he's really helping helping people out. He worked it says he works at Lessonly. Less I think that's like a online uh, educational thing, isn't it? 
Wow, really? You really know what that is? I, I feel like I've heard about that. Okay. Or if that's a sidekick. Yeah, I put those two at the top of uh, what the hell do you do for your job? And <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe Matt Davy in like a third place. Like I feel like he's connected with Dave Pippert somehow and does some teaching, counseling. I don't know, something. I Obviously, I have I, no idea. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure he does. It's like uh, occupational therapy, working with like um, – People with like physical disabilities or other like other type of disabilities like he does some kind of occupational mm. therapy stuff at schools mm. okay that's my guess well, and I feel pretty good about that so so anyways uh, reserve your spot soon for that uh, seminar because I Honestly, I don't know if you can even get a spot at this point. Yeah, it seems like it's going late. fast. It's a hot seminar. Okay. Noted. Okay. We uh, we dabbled a little bit in uh, like the over-unders, uh, the best and worst, the uh, most likely to, who would you rather, that kind of stuff. Do you have any of those today? Um, I have, I have a couple. I don't know if they're funny or interesting. I'm uh, sure they're both. <laughs> okay, I was going to say they're probably neither. Um, so over and under, how many, how many people clip their fingernails at work? <laughs> I guess nobody, nobody's at work these days. So everybody's probably clipped technically, you know, clipping at home working from home but in the office like who who clips their fingernails in like their actual public office workspace this was uh this is dave pipper right he started this yeah Ugh. i find this like oddly revolting <laughs> so that's funny because i i definitely clip mine at work too that's the best time to really yeah, that's, so that's weird. when I think about it. I'm like sitting at my desk, you know, trying to think of anything to do but work. And that's that's usually when I think, oh, yeah, my nails are getting a little gross. But that's what like the Internet is created for. Like, that's the thing you're supposed to do when you're bored at work. <laughs> that's it's like yeah. grooming, like it's it belongs in the bathroom. Usually I do it when I'm the only one in my office. Like I share with two other people. Usually I'll do it if okay. I'm alone. Like I, I feel like that is, it's not very courteous to, to do that with others around. But at one point you made the decision that I'm going to bring nail clippers to work because this is just a thing that I do now. That's probably the only personal belonging that I've brought to my office to leave there. You might as well bring your toothbrush at this point. Where's the line? Are we okay? I would have put it honestly uh, at uh, one and a half because I knew it was Dave Pippert, and I couldn't imagine okay. anybody else actually <laughs> engaged in this. <laughs> but you're saying you do, so we're already over. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Connor had some good ideas about drafting the thread. Yeah, yeah. So he, I, I texted him to ask him if he had any other fun over under ideas. Um, and he threw out this idea of doing like a draft where me and you get a topic and we draft our team for whatever it is that we, we decide on. So one right. of the ideas, one of the ideas that he gave me that I want to want to try this out and do a draft is a thread bar fight. Hmm. Yeah. So you, it's you team Mark versus team Nick. We're going to draft our teammates for, for this, for this bar fight. Man. 
Do we want to go through so, the whole thing and make someone feel sad about being the last picked? Yeah. I think we could just pick Nathaniel last. <laughs> the who who we just found out is an actual alien. Um I don't know. I I think we should just give it a try and and see what happens. Um I did a lot of thinking though about what type of advanced metrics would be helpful in kind of rating people, um, you know, things like strength, arm span, tattoos, um, leadership, shiftiness, um, you know, and then like resourcefulness, uh, gathering weapons and supplies. I like that leadership is one of the <laughs> some very some very some very objective uh, criteria to measure, and then also you know take into consideration the DVOA, um, take the win probability, um, divide yep. that to the nearest uh, what I don't know something. Yes, yeah, square root, obviously. Yeah, square root, and then yeah, so. Okay, so, uh, so I'll let you go first. Oh, really? Yeah, go ahead. Man, that's great. I'm glad I got the first pick because I was I was ready to go. Okay. Are you Are you ready though? Yeah, I'm ready to go. I'll, I'll like figure something got, out. Okay, because I got I got everybody's names at least like written down so I don't forget. Oh man, so you're like whoever I pick, you know exactly who you're gonna pick next. Okay. Yeah, Go well, ahead. and I got and I got their scores, you know, based on those criteria, you know. Oh my gosh! I, I'm just You're kidding. So much more I, didn't, prepared I, than I, I didn't. I didn't do that. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. There, I actually mm-hmm. created. I created playing cards for each person. On the back, <laughs> I have I have their their stats and like their Madden scores for each of these like bar fights. They just uh, like have like hit points and anger points and and things like that that help them. Yeah. Okay, well, I feel like I have a clear top two, so I'm okay with any of my top two picks. So oh, you go ahead. All right. So, all right. Well, since I got the first pick, uh, I'm going with Seth. Wow. I think, I think, that's that's shocking to you. Uh, he just wasn't my. He was my number three. Okay, because I I feel like he's got the like he's got all the tattoos that gives gives some kind of credibility or at least the the image of credibility for a fight he's got that punk you know angry mm-hmm. mosh pit type experience uh, he's got the leadership and, and for sure lead, yeah leadership is off the charts uh, president of the Titus. yeah and his dvoa against um other bar fight opponents is is pretty solid so gosh he is i bet she's the strongest in the group Oh yeah, and so, yeah, so he's good. you know he's a good he's a good size to have I think. His size is so good. Yeah, <laughs> he has the best size. <laughs> the ten out of ten on size. Uh, all right, I'll take um, Connor. I think uh, he's uh, squirrely, he's a little rascally. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to use a lot of those terms for Connor, and he's got uh, next level length. And so he can punch you from eight feet away because I feel like his arms are each eight feet long. And I feel like he's also pretty strong. I remember uh, we got in a fight in Michigan one time, right, on the beach when we were really drunk. That's the uh, the, the cutting naked picture. Remember uh, that one? No. Gosh. Oh, he's got this really good picture. Someone's got it of him, of him running away on the beach butt naked. And he looks so oh. athletic. It's unbelievable. Oh my gosh. So he's got the experience though, which that can help in, in any situation. I also see him as someone who can let their anger take them to the next level. And so once you get punched in the mouth or say something about libertarianism sucking, he's going <laughs> to get nuts and be a crazy fighter. So yeah, Connor's my guy. All right. Well, uh, so my so for my uh, second pick, then I'm going with Matthew Davy. Oh wow, this is great! I got my top two picks. <laughs> and 
and I think I'm going. I'm going for this. One of the same reasons I'm going for Seth is I think um, we're gonna we're gonna look like like we mean business. All right, like you're not gonna mess. <laughs> you're not gonna want to mess with us. You know, we got like all these tattoos, dreadlocks, like we got yep. it all. Um, but I also think you know if like you get like a dreadlock like flips like right in your eye, like that would hurt. Yeah, he's got kind of like built-in weapons, like ropes. Uh, oof. See, this is my my uh, detraction for Davey. He's he's just too positive. He's a nice guy. He also wants to believe the best in everybody, and I don't think he's got the killer instinct uh, it's going to take to be uh, down and dirty in a dogfight. So one thing that Connor said... Connor said he would pick Donnie because Donnie could de-escalate the situation and resolve and resolve it to where there was no bar fight. So I guess we could I, like I'm thinking like if we're just all going at it 100 percent, but we could always look at it from from different angles. Yeah, I'm in this to win. I don't want any de-escalation. I want someone who's going to put their head down. They're going to put their, uh, you know three fingers in the ground and they're going to get uh, ready and go. Man, I lo- I love my team right now. It's oof. I I'm a big fan of my team too cuz my second pick is Kevin Pula. Again, went for length. I think he's pretty strong. He's got the climbing. I mean, if he if he needs to, he can use all those back muscles. Uh, also can punch you from a very far ways away. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think there's good qualities. I think he hates people, and so we could bring that out of him. <laughs> yeah, that was a good... He was. He's pretty high on my list, too, because, because of, you know, he does climb a lot. He skis. He probably has some really nice upper body strength uh, that could, mm-hmm. you know, give some, give some decent blows to, to the opponent. So I, I, li- I like he that did. pick. He could blow some people good. <laughs> some hard blows <laughs> on people. Um, so, all right. So I'm going third pick then. I'm going Peter. Another, you know, another good athlete on my team. He's he's quick. He can kick. Um, mm. I think I think he could kick people out. So you could just you know, just kick them straight out of the bar. Yeah, like just drop kick them. Okay. So I'm glad I'm really happy that Peter was there. Uh that he just fell into my lap. I think that was probably the steal of the draft so far. Okay. I've been going with length. Uh so I feel like I got to balance out my team here and uh I'm going to put Donnie on my team. I need someone who's ready to just be a enforcer. <laughs> and I, I'm going to put him straight in front of Seth and just uh, make a statement out of that. He's going to get low. He's going to get leverage. And he's going he's gonna to put Seth on his back. Okay. And I think that's an interesting pick. I, I was putting Donnie more towards the bottom just only because he... He has uh, has called himself, and I quote, a soft boy. Um, mm, if yes. you've listened to his Not podcast good. at all, he he talks he talks a lot about being a soft boy. So that made me think he might not be super um, engaged in the in the fight. But I think I think with the right incentives, I think he could be deadly. So. I will say that. I'm going to tell them that your team has Katie Pestless tied up in a back room somewhere. And he needs to win. Man. And he's going to go like Liam Neeson on us. He's going to get nuts. Yep. Man. We'll see a different side of Donnie. Boy, we got some good, good teams going. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Gosh, this is uh, this is tough. I I want to go. I want to go with either Turner or Dave here. Um, I'm gonna say Dave. I'm going Dave. Mm-hmm. I've ran out of reasons to give for why I'm picking people for this, um, but he's got high scores across the board. Um, he came into the draft ranked pretty high. Uh, right. The ES- ESPN standard scoring, he was he was pretty high. So I feel good about grabbing Dave here for my fourth pick. He's good at being silly. Hmm. Okay. He's a silly boy. He's a very silly boy. He can he can um, he can boost he can boost our morale with his silliness. <laughs> He's gonna be the the equivalent of the drummer boy. Yeah, but oh man, but I was just thinking about Matt Davy. Like if we start to struggle in this fight, like he's going to have so much optimism. Like he's going to rally the troops. He's going to really get us back into this fight. So that just really made me feel good about getting Matt Davy on my team. All right. I'm going to go I'm going to go Jonathan Zirkle. Comes from good blood. He's a Zirkle after all. Uh I got enough height on my team, so I'm okay. Uh, uh, I don't need uh, another uh, tower of power. I need someone who's got leverage, who's scrappy. He knows all Matt Davies' weaknesses. Um, and so I think he's going to be a, a key to my team right there. Man, that that's going to be the matchup to to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Zirkle versus Davey. Uh, okay, so with my last pick, I got a pick between Nathaniel and Turner. Uh, I think it would be funny to pick Nathaniel so that Turner is last. <laughs> but, yeah, but I'm going to go with Turner because he is... Damn it. <laughs> he's present and <laughs> accounted for. Nathaniel may or may not be alive, so he may not be a lot of help in in this particular bar fight but Turner brings a lot of strengths uh to the team I believe um he's got a lot of intelligence he's got long arms lanky he doesn't have any tattoos which is why he dropped so low um that I know of I I don't think I don't know he doesn't have any tattoos that are obvious so uh if he could maybe get a couple um, Just one on his midriff. Well, as long as we can see it, like it's important yeah. that those are visible during, like right leading up to the fight, like those need to be visible. So, but I'm going, I'm going Turner over Nathaniel. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and forego my last pick. I feel like Nathaniel would do nothing but uh, withdraw from my uh, team and depress them. <laughs> I don't need to be here, like hear about why we should be recycling the broken bottles on the ground while we're fighting. So I, I'm going to go into this with five people. So how many okay. on my team? One, two, three. Yep. I do want to point out that of the two teams, yours does a lot more drugs than my team. Oh. So we got that going for us. <laughs> I think that could help with like pain, pain tolerance. Okay. Okay. We might not, we, we might not feel, feel much. So. I'm just telling did, you, Dave's going to forget that he's fighting and he's going <laughs> to, he's going to start doing something else. <laughs> well, we did it. We drafted okay. everybody. I don't know. We'll see what people think. Um, so that was, uh, that was uh, pretty long, but I had another one that maybe is just, uh, let's pick the best and the worst. Okay. Uh, who who would you pick uh, to negotiate a hostage release situation? 
I want to go. I want to go with Turner. Mm. I think he would know. He would know a lot. In my mind, Turner is like a super genius. So I think whatever's happening, he would have all kinds of helpful information that would help negotiate with whoever, like whenever and wherever. Mm. So. Yeah, you got law him. Yeah, well, yeah, and he's a lawyer. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's a great that's a great point. So definitely, he would know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Matt Davy. I think he would positive the shit out of this guy, and <laughs> they would end up hugging after it was all over. With. I think yeah, that's true. He would change his life. Turn him around. As far as worst goes, I I would think that it'd be Pula. I feel like he he's one of the more persuasive peoples in the group, so he could use his power for good. But I could also see him just telling the guy that he should just kill someone and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Just to start the world on fire. Just to see what happens. Yeah. A little wild card there. If I had... Yeah. I I don't know. I would maybe put Dave down towards the bottom. <laughs> for some reason. I want to hear about the reason. <laughs> I don't know. He deserves I, an I answer. Think, okay. Dave, I think, um, I just think about getting the right, like feeling, feeling the room out. That could be tricky, especially if, if he's, you know, gotten a little high right before coming on to the negotiation (laughs) call. (laughs) He's really bad at feeling rooms. It's Yeah. So I don't know. He's gotta okay. he's gotta like be that. be at his at his best, uh, have all his wits about him, in an important time like this, and I don't know. So so you're saying the drugs are a factor in this case? It could be, yeah. But but you're not worried about it in in our uh, bar room brawl. No, I think it could help us in the bar fight. Definitely oh. a, an advantage in the bar fight. Not an advantage for. A sensitive hostage negotiation, but bar fights, hundred percent. Okay, that's fair. Um, do you have any more of those? Uh, do you think? I guess this is kind of an over under again. Do you think anybody used the word "totes" this week? Over under on how many people said "totes." Like, as in uh, totes my goats, or like an actual like tote to carry things. Because there's like a really legitimate reason to say tote. Yeah, as in totes my goats. Okay. At Sweetwater, you know, we have this 500,000 square foot uh, distribution center. And so we have conveyors that run things all around and everything that goes in there is a tote. So everything goes into a tote and it gets uh, pulled around. So that's why I had to differentiate there. Uh, there totes. is a, an actual reason to, to say totes. Uh, that doesn't mean what I thought you were meaning. So who said totes? Dave Pepper obviously says totes once a week. Mm-hmm. So, gosh, that's hard to... I would put it at one even. I'm not going to do the half. Because I don't think anyone else would do it. And Dave is still... Uh, I don't know if he would do it or not. Well, I said... Now, I don't, now I'm embarrassed to say it. But I said... <laughs> totally magodily. <laughs> thought, thought that was pretty cool. So... Uh. Cool. I do. I do say. <laughs> I do say totes occasionally, but only as like a joke. Right. Of so course. I don't know, I, like you know, and so sarcastic. It's sort of like an eye roll. It's like an eye roll joke. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh gosh. Yeah. You know, 
Okay. Even my daughter thinks it's stupid, so. Um, okay. Well, uh, what do you want to do? You want to do fantasy stuff next, or uh, who plays who in your thing? Uh, we can talk a little fantasy you, if you got if you got something right. to, to go Let's talk a little fantasy. Knock that out. There's not a whole lot to talk about. That's the thing. So we have the two bye weeks that are locked up, um, and then so we have two games in the playoffs. It looks like Dave Pippard misses the playoffs. So we have Pula Davy, Me Zirkle, Turner, and Donnie make the playoffs this year. I shared something today that was the. Uh, history of playoff making for our group. It's pretty eye-opening. I think, how long has, has Nathaniel been out of the group? Uh, it's maybe been, it's been three th- seasons. Three years. Or two and a half seasons. Oof. Something like that, yeah. And he still has the third most playoff appearances. Although that was pretty strong. So, so who's who's like, who's got the most playoffs? Uh, Turner and I both have 10. And then second or third is seven with uh, uh, Nathaniel. And then there's a couple with six. And so Donnie is on his like fourth in a row. And so he's trying to complete the Bills situation, lose four in a row. Uh, Pula has only two, but they've been the last two years. He had the, the longest playoff drought and 2019 was the first time he made the playoffs in our history. So good for him. Did it again. Oh shoot. Man, so, so I've only made I've only made the playoffs 4 times. Is that what it says? Yeah. I've cuz I whatever won, I sent out. I've won twice. So wow, you're at a 50% that's pretty chance. good. Like 50 50 chance if I make the playoffs that I'm winning it all. I honestly think if is those funny games and Kevin was making jokes about buying his playoff spot. I think if you made the playoffs, you you have the best team. I would I would take Kevin up on that offer, I think. 10 bucks. 10 There's real dollars. No way that can happen. He wanted to do real dollars plus a percentage of your winnings. So if you got first or second, you would win money and yeah. then you'd have to pay him out again. Uh, but no, that's this is, uh, that would be a big integrity issue, as Dave would say. <laughs> I, I think I would do it as far as like a, there's not much risk for me. No, it's $10. Like I, Who cares? Yeah, and I I got the Reuben last week, so I got eleven dollars in my Venmo. <laughs> I can give him the t- the ten. I'll have a dollar left. So I now, I would I, do that. I think I've gotten two Reubens in the last three weeks. My team's getting hot Dang. right at the right time. Yeah, you're on you're on a roll here. We'll see what happens. I got to play in the first round though, and the whole Davy situation getting. Uh, to just like add his lineup whenever, just because he knows Turner. We, I think we proved that that cost me a bye week. That's crazy. I would have had two more wins that's, somehow. That's some controversial stuff right there. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that all shakes out. I want to pretend like I know what would happen, but I think it's such a crapshoot every week oh absolutely so as uh, the wise commissioner once said uh just get into the playoffs and anything can happen you never freaking know yeah but how does he get in the playoffs every year well to be fair i've made the playoffs the same number of times he has oh yeah so how how does that happen if there if there's no if there's like no skill involved how are people better than I, others I think it's not necessarily skill, it's uh, TLC. So Turner is really, really good. He always leads the lead Turner, in transactions. Turner, love and care? 
Yeah, Turner Eleven Care. <laughs> he always leads the league in transactions, so he's like destroying the waiver wire pickups, which you did really well at recently, right? Uh, which I did. Yeah, I feel like Kevin was uh, really complimenting you on uh, your Ke uh, Kevin. Yeah, agent. that was a nice that made me feel really good about myself. But I didn't I didn't necessarily know who he was referring to that I picked up. <laughs> Baseless claims. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, let me tell you. Yeah, Turner's at the top here with 64 acquisitions. Mm. And then Kevin, Kevin's got 51. Wow, that is a lot. And then the next from there is Donnie at 30. So it drops off mm. pretty quick. Uh, Peter has made eight acquisitions, but two Man, trades. I still have, I still have eighty-one dollars of free agent money. Man. How did I let that happen? Donnie, Donnie is the only person this year to not have traded. Hmm. Um. So I think I I win in the draft, but I also handicap myself in the draft because I freaking just love has-beens, and so I end up drafting a lot of low uh, low ceiling, uh, high floor guys, which is good. It gets me enough points to make the playoffs, and then just utterly explode in the playoffs. I think that's how I would explain my. Uh, team's history. So, low low ceiling though. You're saying? Yeah, low ceiling. I'm not going to score a ton of points, but I have a high floor. I'll score okay. uh, consistently every week. I think enough to get enough points, but I'm not. I got two Rubens this year. That's that's the best I've ever done. This is a banner year for me right now. Think like consistency. Like higher floor guys, like high volume running backs that maybe aren't going to light it up, but they're going to give me like a game or two or three, you know, where they'll get on a roll, have some good matchups. I like that better, at least for the season long approach, like having consistency, being being middle of the road and then hoping for, you know, a couple good pickups and then anything happening in the playoffs. That's my, that's my strategy, which clearly, well, it didn't help that I had tons of injuries this year, but like, I just like, I look at it as like, I want to get like, I don't know, hundred, you know, like whatever, kind of like 135 points a week. Like, I'd be happy with that. Like, I don't need, I don't need the Ruben every week. If I can just be middle of the road, make the playoffs. But that, but that was my strategy last year too, and I ended up with like the most wins ever. Like I won the Ruben like three or four times, and I like that wasn't my plan. So, hmm. shoot, yeah, he had a good year last year. Yeah. Did you win it last year? Nope, I Ooh, lost cool in like it. the second. Yeah, I think I lost in like the second round. That's all I got for fantasy. It'll be interesting. I think I feel confident in my team. Uh, Lamar Jackson is my uh, biggest liability right now. And the, the tandem of Colts running backs who suck. Unless I put them on my bench, then they blow up. Actually, I missed both of them. I just put them both on my bench. Yeah. And both running backs from the Colts scored more than the two people I replaced them with in my lineup. It was unreal. Cash. So I did notice this week, I noticed that Rogers and Adams, like that tandem, like you had a pretty good score just between mm -hmm. the two of them. However, my, my combination of Tannehill and Corey Davis outscored Rogers and Adams. I'm telling you, you got the best team. So, 
I just I just wanted to let you know that that I did that. So Corey Davis is a classic guy I would never have on my team at any times because I don't know who he is. And I'm not good at like finding that like you know the McLaren guy from from oh, yeah. uh, the Washington football team or Gibson or any of the because I don't I don't know the names. I'm much more likely to be like eleven dollars for AJ Green sounds awesome. I can't believe the seal I'm getting yeah. AJ Green for eleven dollars. Oh yeah, but I I looked Jason at Davis Rowe. and like he's getting like Davis is getting like seven or eight targets a game, like pretty good average mm-hmm. like over the season. So like that, I feel like that gives me a decent floor. Yep. Or whatever. Yeah. I mean, no, the guy's been awesome. I can't remember what I said about floor and ceiling. I might have got those mixed up, but I like a, good, a I like really, a good... really low ceiling and a high floor, right? I don't know. <laughs> I like hard. I like hardwoods. I don't really like carpet as much. Okay. I like hardwood, you know, maybe like tile is nice too. Ceilings, nine foot mm. ceilings. I've learned those are a lot nicer than eight foot ceilings. Yeah. Next level. I had a pretty good gambling week this weekend. Oh, let's hear about it. Yeah. I just hit a lot of games. Uh, with the exception of Seattle losing, I had between bets and the money I would have made off those bets about $170. So that, that loss hurt. I would have had probably like my best Sunday ever if that would have come through. Uh, so that sucks. Uh, and if you told me that Colt McCoy was going to go into Seattle and go 13 for 22 for 105 yards. I'd have probably put my freaking mortgage on the fact that Seattle would win that game. Nope. (laughs) They did not. And then I also bet on Tyree Kill getting that first touchdown. Oh, yeah. He legitimately caught the first touchdown, and no one in the world knew it until they punted. So did you you win that, though? Actually, no, no, because he didn't like legally score the touchdown, whatever you would say. Oh, what uh... it was funny because FanDuel felt like it was so obvious that they just refunded my bet. Oh, they just gave you oh, so you didn't win the bet, but they just gave you your money back. Okay, so I bet ten dollars and I would have won an extra fifty dollars. And so they didn't give me that $50 that I would have won, but they just gave me my $10 back that I bet. Hmm. Which was really well, classy of them. Yeah, that was that was a nice thing for them to do. Yeah. Colt McCoy did throw an interception, though, making me the mm-hmm. winner of the game that we didn't play. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> I really thought people would get excited about that game. I thought it was good, but yeah, it's too bad. But also, you didn't pick anyone either. Well, yeah, I just assumed no one was playing. Well, I played. Did, did I you played. legitimately like put a pick out? Yeah. Kevin asked about it, and I said, all right, I'll pick Colt McCoy, because it was already during the 1 o'clock games. So. Oh. <laughs> but oh, nobody, nobody was that. there. It was like, you know... When you start a slow clap, you what you really need is that second person to join yeah. in. That's when it becomes like a group thing, and then people are like, "Oh, okay, other people are are clapping. I can I can get on with on with this." I needed you, Mark. I feel like we've been clapping for a couple of weeks on this podcast, though, and no one no one's joined. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Maybe we can do some some fun uh, playoff games. I don't know. Pula said he's got that FanDuel daily fantasy thing. That might be pretty fun, actually. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Totes. Well, another hot hot topic. <laughs> totes. Totes my goats, man. Uh, another hot topic in the thread was uh, who, would, who would play who in the live action movie of Anderson Land. Do you have any uh, qualms with who you were? Uh, no. 
I, w he, I was going to be played by Justin Long, I believe. Mm. So that's fine. Who's that? He's in he's in Live Free or Die Hard. That's the only one I could think of that he that he's in. Oh, he's in. Oh no, uh, he's in Dodgeball. Yeah, yeah, he's in Dodgeball. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. That's good. So he's like, yeah. I mean, I don't know what Seth was thinking. I wish we had him here to to explain a little bit more. But mm -hmm. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I think I got a I got mentioned for a few. I don't I remember it was uh Gerard Butler. Uh God, who else <laughs> That's is that? funny. I'm trying to scroll back, but I can't. Because he would he would be a good like rugby player, I think. Like playing sure, yeah. he could I feel play like... he could play a good rugby guy. I feel like this is giving me too much credit. He's such a handsome man. And his voice, oh my god. Is it he's an Aussie, right? I don't know. I was gonna say he's like Scottish or something, but maybe that's oh, just oh, he that might was. be Scottish. But I was for some reason imagining him playing rugby, like wearing a kilt, playing a rugby. So. <laughs> no, you nailed it. He is he's Scottish. Okay. Well done. Thank you. Um. So. I went through and tried to cast my own. And so Seth's first one was that he was Jason Siegel, and I just couldn't outdo that. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty I'm funny. a big fan of Jason Siegel. Um, he put Turner as Cusack, and that's just a historical fact that he is John Cusack. But I also thought it would be funny to imagine Turner as uh, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I thought, I thought that would be pretty good he's man, like clearly he's... like way older than everybody but oh man he's always so funny in movies too he's just kind of like creeping yeah. come kind of <laughs> comes out of nowhere I, and but... i imagine him in in armageddon okay i don't remember that i don't remember armageddon I actually oh, maybe have never seen that movie, movie all the way through. Stop it. You should watch it. I cry at the end every time. It's a delightful but movie. That's funny. Steve Steve Buscemi. Uh, so he put Zirkle as Gosling, which I also, I didn't realize this, but later in there I was like, oh, Zirkle should be Gosling. Uh, oh. So that was nice that we both like landed on that. I kind of mind, forgot about that. Mind meld. Good job. Yeah, um, Kevin is uh, Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> I, uh, I I always visioned Pula as uh, Johnny from Karate Kid, like, uh, <laughs> like the main the main kid. The no the main yeah the bad like the bad guy from Karate oh, Kid. Oh the which oh, is, okay. Which is funny though because that's uh, if you've watched How I Met Your Mother. It's Neil Patrick Harris's uh, hero. Like he hates the Karate Kid, <laughs> and he he thinks that the entire story is uh, the hero is Johnny. Uh, he's the bad guy from Cobra Kai. But nice, that's I'm funny. So Kevin, Kevin's kind of like the anti-hero type. Yeah. Yeah. So he had Connor. He had Connor, Connor as Aubrey Plaza. Do you know who that is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from Park, Parks and Rec. Yeah, I, that was that got me giggling. Uh, I also saw Connor as as either Nicolas Cage, uh, <laughs> or or Owen Wilson, just because of the voice. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, Owen Wilson. Like what Owen Wilson he... could really like hone Connor. Yeah. What what does he always say? Doesn't he have something he always says? Owen Wilson. Uh, oh no, it's Owen so Wilson. It's, I want to say Owen Wilson. He always goes, "Wow, wow." Yeah, but he but yeah. he claims he's never said that. 
but there's like a two minute like, <laughs> yeah. like montage in every movie going, he's wow, ever done. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, I don't know who I, I had. Donnie is Danny McBride. Danny McBride. I gotta look him up. You should look him up. That's that's good. <laughs> I don't know what like what have you seen Pineapple Express maybe uh what's the 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 one HBO comedy he did man this is bad that I can't think of it he did the right eastbound and down eastbound and down yeah that's he's much more raunchy than Donnie but I feel like uh he could capture all of Donnie okay nice um, I had Davy as Ty Burrell from Modern Family, the dad in Modern Family. Okay, <laughs> so that's j- funny. Just jolly and happy, or Russell Brand. <laughs> Much different, but could also play that character. Is he? He's not like a happy guy, is he? Russell Brand. Uh, he's a very like. Uh love everybody kind of guy he's very chill oh okay uh yeah it does a lot it does a good amount of drugs i i thought he was a real angry guy for some reason Uh, i don't think he's very angry no i don't think that's true uh but he's into like threesomes and weird stuff too so which would oh okay all right yeah yep um i got i put will arnett for dave pippard <laughs> nice. I got Will Forte for you. Okay. Little run of Wills. Uh, I put Peter as Keanu Reeves. What? Wow. He's very Donnie. Like Donnie is gonna smoky. be pissed at you for that. Damn it! Why? Because Donnie loves Don- Keanu. But Donnie loves Peter. Okay. So maybe that'll work. I just, Donnie <laughs> probably would want to be Keanu. But, but, but Donnie's like goofy and suit and like really funny and, and Peter's more serious. And, uh, I could see him like that. He just like embodies Keanu more. I feel like. All right. I, I can see it. That's, that's pretty funny though. Um, and I put Nathaniel as just a silhouette. <laughs> this is a, a cutout of a person. Like when, like when you go to like look online at someone and it just says like not pictured. Yeah. You remember that old Facebook silhouette when you didn't upload a picture yet? Yeah. That's he's, that. he's just going to be played by a Facebook silhouette. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Or, or Tom from MySpace. <laughs> Well, so I did. I did the same thing, because Seth really got me thinking, and I wish he would have. I wish he would have came on to talk about this. I know that he feels mm-hmm. like he shot his wad, but we are totally just grabbing that wad and reshooting it here, for sure. <laughs> so we're riding riding on the coattails of Seth's wad. Um, mm-hmm. so, so I was singing the same thing, except I was singing about, um, a musical version of Anderson land biopic. So, so I'll start with Donnie and these are people that have been in musicals, like have sung in musicals or been in mo- movies where they sing. Um, okay. so Donnie, Donnie, I'm going with Jason Alexander, who is George Costanza. Oh Yeah. Um, he's, he, I don't remember what movie it is, but he's been in a few other musicals. Um, uh, Mark for you, I said, Adam Levine. Do you know who that is? <laughs> Adam Levine. Maybe it's Levine. He's in like, um, pitch perfect. He's kind of oh, like, man, a, maybe it's divine. Is it divine? Adam, not the guy yeah, from like it? matchbox Cause... 20 or something like that. No, Maroon 5 is Levine. Or, 
You're that's... thinking of Anna, Adam Devine. Oh yeah. <laughs> Not although you could be played by Adam Levine. That's fine. That's who I was thinking. I was thinking <laughs> oh, of Adam Adam D Devine this whole time. Okay, that's better. Uh all right, that guy's funny, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and he's, he's been in a bunch of musical stuff. Yeah, he's funny, he's like quirky, he's got a lot of energy, he's funny and uh Dave yeah. Dave is okay. gonna be Dave is gonna be played by John McLaughlin. Uh, yeah obviously uh connor obviously connor is gonna be played by zach efron yeah i I should say young zach efron like high school musical um because they both have the shaggy hair um they're both still participating in high school sports um And I think they have. I think they sh- they have a lot lot of commonalities there. I think Zach, young Zac Efron could uh could really pull that off. Um, God, and then so Peter, I'm, watching, I'm looking at all his pictures. Yeah. So then Peter is going to be played by current day Zac Efron. He's he's a little <laughs> bit more cultured. He's been traveling abroad. His new show. He's traveling traveling and you know learning new languages and new foods and peter is bilingual he's traveled many places was in the peace corps stuff like that so um peter is current day zach efron uh Mm, seth (laughs) seth um is going to be played by joaquin phoenix oh has he done musical stuff yeah he was he did walk the line he played johnny cash Sang, sang all the oh, songs. Oh, you're right. Very um, good. So Seth is Joaquin Phoenix. Kevin is Bradley Cooper. Mm. He was in yep, whatever. Born. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so Matt is going to be played by Whoopi Goldberg. So and the more yeah. I the more I thought about it, the more it made sense. Um, because they both, obviously, they both have the dreadlocks, um, and I'm sure, you know, Matt, as as well as Whoopi Goldberg, uh, if you remember in Sister Act, um, yep. they could certainly make make the nuns blush, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So. They bo- yeah, they both faked being Christian. So. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Uh, so John is going to be played by Hugh Jackman. I wish John was one of the other nuns in, in Sister Act. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's played by Sister Mary Catherine. Or maybe that's Whoopi yeah. Goldberg's name. I don't know. Um, and then Turner Turner is going to be uh, played by Eugene Levy. And then that was it. And then I said um, I said that I would be played by Wayne Brady. Oh, nice. So you you teased this topic with me, and so that got me thinking of of, of if this was in play uh, musical form, what would it look like? And so I imagined it as a dark drama, much like uh, the Phantom of the Opera. Oh. And so that this was going to be a lot of really intense uh, songs and actions by all of our characters. And so I thought of uh, some songs that may be sung in this dark Phantom of the Opera-esque musical that you've created. Uh, you want to hear some of them? Yeah, definitely. Just the titles. I didn't actually come up with lyrics. Uh, um, so this isn't fully... <laughs> you didn't write the whole thing yet. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't composed it yet, but I've got a good feeling on the outline of of how the soundtrack's going to go. <laughs> so, uh, the first one is uh, the name is Katrina was worse than Hurricane Sandy. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> that song's mostly about how Nathaniel <laughs> left the group for the second time and never came back. Uh, that's mostly a a duet with me and Nathaniel. Uh, there is a song called uh, Duopoly, 
and oddly enough, that's a solo by Connor. Uh, there's a there's a song called "You Do Whatever You Want Whenever You Want." That's a that's a that's a duo of Seth and Jen. They're just yelling at each other about stuff, and, and then all of other Seth's girlfriends can be in that song as well. Uh, there's a, a song called "Pimped Out to Technocrats." That's a, a Connor and Zirkle song. Uh, but I thought there would be a chorus of detractors, which would be all of us in the background that would also be in that song. Uh, there is a, there's a Pula gets a solo in here called I Have the Most Feelings. And then and then obviously one called Just Integrity by, by Dave Pipper. Nice. Well, We'll we'll maybe do a table read next week of the full script. <laughs> call up call up all these uh, actors and see who we can get. Yeah, yeah. Let's start with Whoopi Goldberg though, because I feel like she she's the really cog in this whole thing. Yeah, once once we get her, like I think all the other dominoes will just fall into place. Yeah. Yep. We had a really good uh, interaction today with unsent messages. I tried to Dave Pippert how that all created. No one probably knows this. Dave unsent a message that no one saw yet, and I saw it, and so I uh, I made a a joke about it about him being super racist. And then, uh, and then the longer that it sat with me, I was like, "Ah, it's kind of actually not funny at all." And now that Seth is actually rating all my jokes on the thread, which is it's a lot of pressure, by the way. I have to really make yeah. it count if I'm going to try here. Mm-hmm. And so I unsent all of my messages related to that, what I consider now a lame joke. Uh, and then, and then you, then you stepped in and unsent a message for fun. Uh, and I think that I think the unsent message is uh, underrated for sure, because it's it's just wonderful to think about what that person didn't want everyone to see. That at <laughs> one point they decided that everyone needed to see. Yeah, it is funny. It's like the day after pill, you know. You still know you still know what you did, but. You, know, you try your best to cover it up. It's the plan B of the threat. <laughs> yeah, I always I always think about removing messages, but then I think it's, I don't know, it's worse to remove it if it's like just something, like sometimes I'll respond and like, like answer a question or something or say something and, and I'll think like, I don't want people to think I, you know, like, am too proud of myself for knowing the answer. So I'll, th- I'll think like, I'll just remove it. Or like, if I say something that's really obvious, that everybody probably already knew that. Like, I don't, I don't even need to put that. Mm. So, but usually I will type, like, I will type messages up, and then I will not send them, and I'll just delete them and just kind of give up. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty normal, probably. but it is that it's that pressure, you know, like, man, is this going to be funny or will it, or will anyone even care? I think, um, as far as I think you're one of the funniest on the thread and not in a volume sense, I think you're the most efficiently funny person on the thread. When you say it, you make it count. You don't, you don't go for volume. You don't throw something out for every t- single situation. Uh, but when you do, it's got a lot of weight. And mm. so, yeah, I think in that sense, uh, yeah, you're, you're up there. All right. Well, that's good. That's good feedback. I'll keep that in mm-hmm. mind. I don't know if that helps me or now makes me more nervous that like I got to I got to make the most of it, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, it's 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 uh, it's the game. Do you want, you know, three nine out of tens a week, or do you want fourteen seven out of tens? Um, I don't know. I I think I I would prefer to go for uh, high floor, high ceiling on those situations. That'd be ideal. All right. Well, I think is that our show? That's our show. Uh, yeah, we've got we've got plenty. Well, thanks for joining us on uh, episode four of the Anderson Land podcast. Uh, hope to see you next time. <laughs> Man, that was, was that great. What you were expecting? <laughs> Yeah, that was funny.